welcome to the Bad Preaching Podcast with Pastor Brad and Pastor Greg. Well, Merry Christmas and welcome to the Bad Preaching Podcast. I'm Pastor Greg Payne. I'm here with Pastor Brad Woodsky. And Brad, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Yeah, it's that most wonderful time of the year. I guess it might be. You might be listening to this at a at a different time of the year, though, yeah. just because we're <laughs> uploading it around Christmas time. But Merry Christmas, or whatever time of the year it is to you, a happy day. So um, have you ever heard the song, 12 Days of Christmas? Oh, yeah, I, I definitely have. Do you want to sing that for your podcast listeners? You know, I... I only know the five golden rings. That's, okay. So if we can, if you can get so, me to the rest of it, so we would get bogged down. If you can right get me to five golden rings then, and then sing then, past that, I can always do the maybe, five golden rings part for you. Maybe next Christmas we'll work on Christmas twenty twenty three. Maybe yeah. maybe we'll have a special sing along with Brad and the twelve days of Christmas. <laughs> we'll we'll put that in our schedule for the Bad Preaching Podcast. What do you think? So twelve days of Christmas. I, I someone sent this to me the other day. And I did a little research to see if the story behind it is true or not true. And mm. I, I don't tend to think this the story is true itself, but it is very creative what I'm going to share. It was going around on Facebook, that great theological place, Facebook. It was going around on that. But someone sent it to <laughs> me. And so I, I, I think it's worth sharing because um, it's creative. Mm. But what it says was Christians at the time were persecuted so they had to disguise what they were talking about. And so they tried to disguise things about the gospel and about the Bible mm-hmm. in the song 12 Days of Christmas. So I really? thought, well, that, that well, it seemed really interesting, intriguing. But the research I did, I don't think that that story is actually okay. right or, or true. <laughs> because, you know, one person pointed out that certainly that's a well-known story, that, mm-hmm. that they disguise things about Christianity within the song. But the person pointed out if they were having to disguise it because of persecution, they couldn't have used the word Christmas so often in the actual song. Yeah. Christ Mass. You know, yeah. Christmas yeah. is the Mass of Christ. Mm. Christ Mass. So, 12 Day of Christmas, it's all through the song. I was really wanting to so, that. that part <laughs> is definitely not disguised. Yeah. So, um, and then just looking at other articles about when the 12 Days of Christmas were written. So whoever came up with this, though, is really worth sharing, even though I'm still not convinced that that it was written to disguise yeah. things or not. But in whoever, context, yeah, right. as in the context it is, but still it's worth sharing. So I'm going to share with the podcast listeners what, what was said. The partridge in the pear tree is Jesus Christ. Two turtle doves are the Old and New Testaments. Three French hens stand for faith, hope, and love. The four calling birds are the four Gospels of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. I know the next one. All right. Five golden rings. rings. Five golden rings. Do you know what it's called in this, what's disguised in the five golden rings? I don't. I don't know if I do. Don't have a guess, and we can't. You can't use a lifeline. You remember that show where they had the lifeline. So the five golden rings recalled the Torah or the Law, the first five books of the Old Testament. So I knew just, that. I'm that, just that <laughs> it must make sense when you yeah, think about it, does. it. The six geese a laying stands for the six days of creation. Seven swans a swimming 
represent the sevenfold gifts of the Holy Spirit, prophecy, serving, teaching, exhortation, contribution, leadership, and mercy. The eight maids a-milking are the eight beatitudes. Nine ladies dancing are the nine fruits of the Holy Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. The ten lords a-leaping are the ten commandments. The eleven pipers piping stand for the eleven faithful disciples. Remember, there were twelve disciples, but all were not faithful. Judas was not faithful. So eleven pipers piping stand for the eleven faithful disciples. The twelve drummers drumming symbolize the twelve points of belief in the Apostles' Creed. And so there is your history lesson for today. And my sermon outline for the next year. There so. you go. <laughs> that would that would be a lot of sermon material. Just work your way, work our way through through, through, through that list, right? <laughs> uh, so I have one more before we talk to you, Pastor Brad, about another topic, a more serious topic. I have another question for you about a Christmas song, since we just did the twelve days of Christmas. Okay. What about the song The Little Drummer Boy? Okay. Pastor Brad, you're a theologian, you're a graduate of Lee University, pastoral ministry major, and all of those things. Mm. You had great grades, great marks, a stellar youth pastor. <laughs> Tell me, Pastor Brad, where... I feel like where, you're me up to where, watch me fall. <laughs> <laughs> where in the Bible is the little drummer boy? You know the song, right? Yeah. Then I played for him. Yeah. I've never really liked that song very much, by the is way. Is it because of this so, question? It's probably partially because of this question. Where, where is he in the Bible? Where is the little drummer boy in the Bible? Is he Is he really in the Bible? I don't think he's in the Bible. Okay. Right? Because I... I have no clue that he's in the Bible. I've never found him. Have you ever found him? No. In the Bible. <laughs> so I, I, that's probably one reason I don't like the song, because okay. I'm like... There's no little drummer boy in the Bible, right? Yeah. Now, if any of our podcast listeners can find the little drummer boy in the Bible, kind of like Where's Waldo? I was just about to say. <laughs> what are you say? Sorry, Where's Waldo where's edition? Waldo? Where, where, NCOG, Where's Waldo edition? <laughs> where is the little drummer boy? So maybe we could do a sermon series sometime or a series of topics. We could call it Where's Waldo in the Bible, and we could take some of these things that people say are in the Bible. Now, that would actually be fun. Uh-huh, that are not yeah. in the Bible. Like sayings and stuff sayings, like that. Sayings, you know, because people will say things, oh, that's in the Bible. They're I'm thinking, scripture. It's like, that's uh, not. No, <laughs> that's not, not there. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's not there. Nor is the little drummer boy, to my knowledge. So yeah. if any of the podcast listeners, you can you can email me if you find him, Greg at nortonsvillecog.com. Send me an email if you find the little drummer boy <laughs> in the Bible. I would love to, to tell. But We'd no, I, I, I don't like the song, I guess, because one... It's not scriptural, and two, I just don't like the song. I love Christmas songs, Pastor Brad. I love almost every single one of them, almost secular and sacred. Do you have I've any never other cared ones for in that, that list that you don't that you I don't, don't care, for? care for. There's one song that comes on, and I don't even know what the um, the title of it is. It's a very modern song, and it just like it it just rambles on and on. I, I don't know what it's called, but it's awful. It's okay. awful, and I don't even want to try to sing it. It's that awful. It's I have no terrible. idea which one. It is. No, I, I, I have no idea who sings it. It comes on Sirius XM. One of those Christmas. I go alternate between Christmas stations this time of year. 
If you figure out the so, song, you can also email Pastor Ray, <laughs> and we'll, you'll maybe get a prize for that one. Yeah, We're not going to guarantee anything, but you might get something out of it. Some recognition of it's some sort. The second Where's so, Waldo. We might, right, we might mention it. But I do like that idea of taking Where's Waldo and looking at phrases and topics yeah. and like the little drummer boy and people that people talk about being in the Bible that mm-hmm. really are not there. That'd be a good sermon series or even a, just a series on the podcast. But at any rate, I digress. Pastor Brad, you have been teaching and preaching in youth group mm-hmm. about different things from Christmas over the last few weeks. And so I wanted us to talk about some of that today on the podcast. Yeah. In the next segment, I'll, I'll get deeper into it, but I'll give kind of like an overview of what we've been doing um, during this time, but we we've talked about fear and we've looked at it through Zechariah and Mary, and then like be, being told about their sons being born, John the Baptist, Jesus Christ. We've looked at Joseph when he's found out everything that's going to happen. He has to make his decision, and finally we read through the Christmas story um, found in Luke chapter two, and and went through that this past Wednesday. And so when we come back, we'll be talking a little bit more about. The fear that's in these scriptures and and what happened with faith. Hi, this is Josie. We hope you are enjoying this episode of the Bad Preaching Podcast. Please join Pastor Brad and Pastor Greg each week and enjoy the discussion. Find our weekly sermons on Facebook or YouTube. Just search Nortonsville Church of God or visit our website for a podcast recording of each sermon at nortonsvillecog.com. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Bad Preaching Podcast. Pastor Brad, Pastor Greg. Pastor Brad was introducing us to some of the sermon series that he has been in with Hilltop Youth lately mm-hmm. surrounding Christmas. Yeah. So go ahead, Pastor Brad, share with our listeners what you've been talking about. Yeah, we've been looking a lot at fear and faith. And mm. and in the Christmas story, uh, me and you were talking just the other day how when you go back and you read or you're preparing for a sermon and you're going through something that you know... It, it could be known by heart, right? Like something mm-hmm. that you know, like the back of your hand, like a sermon, or I mean, not a sermon, but a passage of scripture that you're going back and reading, and you've read it so many times, it feels like what else is there? But you go back and you you read it, and something else stands out to you. And um, this time, preparing for this Christmas story, it was fear, realizing how much fear is mentioned throughout, like the whole story, and even with uh, Zechariah, and when he's being told by the angel Gabriel about he's going to have a son and he will name that son John. And he has his whole fear that he goes with. And Mary has a fear over her when Gabriel comes to her and says, mm. you will have a son and his name will be Jesus. But both of them react and in a slightly different way. You you watch how um, faith and fear have this battle and, mm. and, and really this tension within both of them. Um, I feel like sometimes we give Zechariah a hard time, like in the sense of we, we don't always cut him slack. But in verse 6, this is Luke chapter 1, verse 6, it says, And they were both righteous before God, walking blamelessly in all the commandments and statutes of the Lord. And this is talking about Zechariah and his wife Elizabeth, who give birth to John. And so we can see there like how he really was faithful. And even in the... In this passage, he's in the temple, and so he's serving God, doing his duties and stuff. But we forget about that part when when later the angel Gabriel comes to him and tells him all this news of he's going to have a son, and he's going to name him John. And he says, how can this be? Mm. Because I'm of old age. We're of old age. Mm. This can't happen through us because 
and his question is, how will this be? But you can tell from like the way and, and looking at the words and everything, he, that's really what he's asking, what he's getting at. And, and it really got to a point, me and you were just talking about where we can believe what's in the Bible. We can believe what's in scripture. We, we can be asked, do you believe God can do this? And we say yes. But it's that second part of that question of, you know that God can do this. Do you believe God can do this in your life? Mm. And I think that's where sometimes it can be overwhelming for that, us. That that's that's so powerful. Say that again, Pastor Brad. That's that sometimes concept. you can have that moment where you know something to be true that mm-hmm. God can do this. Mm-hmm. I know because of Scripture that God can do this, but can God do this for me? Is the question that we can and sometimes taking have that on fear. that faith. Yeah, God can do it. God can do this for me. Yeah, personalizing it and believing. That miracle working God is a miracle working God for me. Yeah. And believing that, mm-hmm. accepting that. And you think Zachariah had a hard time. It was that moment. And, and we watch it in his story and in Mary's story. Because he both, was a righteous man. Yeah, he was. Yes. He was a faithful man. And, yes. And and both of them have to have, they have this moment mm. where it's, do I trust in my ability or do I give this over to God? Right. right. Because Mary has the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She's told you're gonna have a son, and you're gonna his name is gonna be Jesus. And then her response is, uh, he, she asks how, but in the sense of, all right, how will these things unfold? Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. tell me how these how to go about this. And Zachariah got caught up with how can I mm-hmm. was was the difference in this reaction? Yeah. Like, how yeah. will this unfold? How is God gonna do this? How can I? Do how this? can I? I'm really like getting stuck on that phrase, Pastor yeah. Brad, when you're saying that, how can I? Because I think sometimes God doesn't want us to think that way. Mm-hmm. How can I? He wants us to think, how can he? Yeah, exactly. But certainly we have to play our role. Certainly we have to do our part. Yeah. And we put legs to our faith and we put practical things in place in our lives and our obedience and and even hard work and dedication all those things but sometimes it's not looking at god and say well how can i it's saying okay i i accept god that you yeah are going to do this it's that trust in me through me or even just by your miraculous working power and i what you said trust i trust you i believe not what i can do but what he can do and christmas of all seasons should put faith. You know, we've talked about joy over the podcast. We've talked about hope last week. And really today we're talking about fear, but the positive counterpart of that is faith. Faith. So we've talked about joy, hope, and now we're talking about faith. And shouldn't Christmas of all seasons increase our faith? The whole story is about faith. The whole story is about God doing things beyond anything humanity could ever do. A God sending his son, a God putting a child into a virgin, and she conceived impossibly. Mm. Faith, 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 all the way through. Even that right there, like that was something that had never been done, right? With Mary, that faith that was able to trust God that this hasn't happened, but I'm still going to trust him anyway. But what was said to Zechariah? We have seen that before in a similar way, right? Uh, verse 7 of Luke chapter 1 says, But they had no child because Elizabeth was barren, and both were advanced in years. 
Doesn't that sound a lot like something you would have heard from Genesis about Abraham? Like it's it's a very similar situation with him being a man of faith and and practicing his faith, uh, both being righteous before God and walking blamelessly in his commandments. Don't don't you think he would he know that story mm-hmm. right? Definitely. And, and so he would be familiar Definitely. with that. He'd be familiar oh, with yes. God has done this before, mm-hmm. but he's never done that in his life before. Right. Right. And right. so I think with each one of us, it's, it's that same sort of thing. Like I've seen, I've heard this from testimonies of people around me. I've seen this in scripture, but will this happen in my life? And I think yeah. it's stories like this and it's scriptures and testimonies from those around us mm-hmm. that does give us hope. The emotions that are here gives us hope because if they felt fear and still allowed their faith to take over in that situation, they had faith that surpassed their understanding of their current situation, then I can have that same faith. That when, same faith. when I'm confronted in, with fear, I can give that fear over to God and say, God, I don't understand what's going on, but I'm going to trust you anyway. That's great. And your comparison with Abraham and that story is so good. We have just a few minutes left, Pastor Brad. I don't think we have time for you to share your entire testimony mm. But you had a time of physical healing, and there were some questions that were asked of you during that time and in that moment that I really just think totally connect to the points you're making in this podcast. Can you share that with the listeners before we end the podcast? Yeah, so this event took place at camp, Mm -hmm. and it was a service where that was uh, preached on healing, and I needed healing in my leg, and my cabin... Uh, got me and they said, hey, we want to pray for you. And they took me down to the altars and Travis Gore uh, led led me in prayer. But the first question he asked me was, do you believe God can heal? And that was a definite. I said, yes, I, I believe that. But the second question was, do you believe God can heal you? Mm. And that one hit deeper, but I still yeah. I still had that trust. I had that faith. But it it's that type of question for each one of us. Like whatever your situation is, that you, when you're listening to this podcast, whether it be around Christmas time or maybe it's July 4th or some other type of the time of the year, but in your situation, do you believe God can do that? And do you believe God can do that for you? For you. Mm-hmm. Personalize it. Yeah. That, that is, that's a powerful story, Pastor Brad, and it captured such of the essence of what you shared from the Christmas story there. But We just hope everybody has a wonderful Christmas. If you are indeed listening around this time, uh, a great new year, whatever time of the year you might be listening to this, we can have faith Mm. right now. God wants to work in our world. He wants to work in our lives. We could look at the Christmas story and see what he did for Joseph, for Mary, for the shepherds, for the wise men. And we see all those things, but he wants to work in our lives. Mm -hmm. He wants to do in our lives. So Pastor Brad, thanks for sharing. Yeah. Enjoyed giving me the opportunity. Enjoyed enjoyed hearing what you've been sharing with Hilltop Youth as well. And we just wish everybody a Merry Christmas, a happy new year, or a happy whatever time of year. (laughs) Happy July 4th. (laughs) Yeah, whatever time you're listening to the Bad Preaching Podcast. But thanks for listening and we have enjoyed this endeavorment and we'll continue on into twenty twenty three and look forward to some great podcasts in the future. Bad Preaching Podcast. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening today. Join us next week on the Bad Preaching (laughs) Podcast.